Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Hashalom. We're now on Masachat Eruvin. Daf Samach Zayin Amud Bet near the top of the Amud. Amar Ula Amar Abi Yochanan Karpef Yotem Beit Satayim Shlukaf the Dira. So you have a an enclosed area uh, that's uh, outdoors, like a place where you store wood or something of that sort, that was uh, not sure, not uh, fenced in for purposes of residence. No matter how big it may be. If you do throw, even though you're not allowed to carry in there, if you throw from the outside, from Shutar Abim into there, you're Chayav, Maitama, Mechitzahi. There's a proper Mechitzah here. It's more than Dalad al Dalad Fachim, the Mechitzot are ten Fachim high. So therefore, Midoraita, it's Rishutachid. Elash Mechuserati, you're in. It's just that there are no residents, and therefore you're not allowed to carry Midra Banan inside. Metravuna Barchinna. Here's a challenge. Sell a shabayam. Let's say you have a boulder that's in the water. The water, remember, is the, is the Carmelite. If the rock itself is 10 tfachim high, and for right now we'll say 10 tfachim above the water level, and it's 4 tfachim wide, you can't carry from the boulder, like a little island, into the sea or vice versa. If it's smaller than metaltalin, it's all Carmelite, you can go back and forth. How big can this rock be? Ad Beit Satayim. Now, what is that measure out? Ad Beit Satayim. Aye. Ile ma seifa. If it's like the seifa, meaning that if it's larger than Beit Satayim, <coughs> but lower than you're, uh, then you're allowed to carry from there to the Yam, but Tfeilo, but if it's bigger than not, the Carmel and the Carmel come to Talta. The whole thing's a Carmelite, so what do I care how big it is? If it's that low, it's a Carmelite, so I can carry from the edge of it into the water as long as it's within Dalaramot, I'm carrying from within a Carmelite. A lava ratio. Must be talking about the ratio that if it's up to Beit Satayim, then I can carry there. Here's what it means. So if it's higher than 10, at least 4 wide, I can't carry from the sea into it or it in the sea. Now we have something kind of strange. Implying that Hayyata Beit Satayim, if it's a huge boulder, bigger than Beit Satayim, Metaltalin, you can carry from the sea to it, and it to the sea, which is very bizarre. Alma Carmelite, so that implies that this thing is, is a Carmelite once it's reached over Beit Satayim. And, uh, and that would seem to indicate that in our case, if you threw it from the outside into the Karpev, you'd be Patur. So, Tiyuf to Rabbi Yochanan. So, Amarava Mandaloyada, Truitzim Atnaita, Tiyuf to Motiv Le Rabbi Yochanan. Here's somebody who doesn't understand how to reconcile Breitot. He's the one challenging Rabbi Yochanan. It's very simple. Eolam Aresha. It is talking about the Aresha, correct. Here's what it means. Meaning that the, your inference is wrong. If the thing is more than four wide and more than ten high, you can't carry from it to the sea, from the sea to it. What's the implication? Not if it's bigger than Beit Satayim, but rather you can carry on the rock itself. Ad kama ad Beit Satayim, unless the rock is more than Beit Satayim large, like an island. All right, so therefore he's saying that's the proper inference. Ravashi Marli Olam Aresha, he agrees it's on the Aresha, and he says, The whole thing is Durabanan, meaning any carrying into or out of the sea is Durabanan, because Midorite, that's Mankum Ptur. And here we go. Rabbanan had to, had to, value or evaluate which thing would be, which prohibition they have to relax in order to solve a different problem. They're the ones who said that if you have a properly fenced-in area, but it wasn't fenced for residents, you cannot carry more than Dalaramot. 
They're also the ones who said, you can't carry from a Shutechi to a Carmelite. It's all Drabanan. Now, if the boulder is not huge, you're allowed to carry on in the whole thing. So, they said, therefore, you can't carry from there to the sea. Because it's 100% on the rock, and we can hold our rabbinic prohibition of Rishutechi to Carmelite here. But a huge boulder, where we are prohibiting you from carrying on the boulder, because it's more than they relaxed the prohibition of Carmelite, and said you can carry from there to Carmelite. Because if we don't allow you to carry from the boulder into the sea, people think the boulder is 100%, and people carry on the whole boulder. <clears throat> which means that they're going to violate the Durabanan of carrying in an area more than Beit Satayim, which is not fenced in for Dira, or Mechitzot, they're not about Dira. So, Maishna, so why did you prefer relaxing that prohibition, and you allow them to uh, to carry in the, uh, and, and you allow them to carry from there to the sea? The answer is, Tocho Shchiach, Tocho Tocho They reason that carrying on the whole boulder is more common than carrying from there to the sea. And so therefore they said, we'll allow you to carry from there to the sea, so you don't think that the boulder is a Rishut Yachid, you recognize it as a Carmelite, and, which it really isn't, and therefore you will not carry in the whole, on the whole boulder if it's larger. Okay, now there's three cases of uh, newborn babies who have needs on Shabbat. There's a baby who was going to have his breed, evidently, on Shabbat, and the hot water that they had was all spilled out. Got lost. Amalu Rabba. Rabba said to the people, and you'll see this is in Rabba's uh, Mavui, bring some more hot water from my house. We didn't make an Eruv here. So let's rely on the Shituf of the Mavuot. In other words, this baby was in the same Chatzar as Rabba. So Rabba said, go get hot water from my house and use it to bring it to the house where the breed is. But I said we don't have an Eruv. So he said, let's rely on the Shituf of the Mavui. We didn't make him a Shituf either. It's not a strange. Here it is, Abai and Rabbah's Chatzar and Mavui, and there's no Shituf. We'll deal with that. So, so tell a Goy to bring it. Abai turned to Rabbah, his Rebbe, and said, You know, I wanted to challenge you about that ruling, but something Rav Yosef taught me didn't allow me. What's that? Yosef Rav Kahana, Kevin and Rav Yehuda, Rav Kahana reported that when he was a student at Rav Yehuda's Beit Midrash, Javier Marlon, here was, here was his general instruction. Bid to Oraita, in a case that's to Oraita, Motvin and Tiyuv to Harav Dinamaset. First you bring the challenge, clear everything up, and then if it's still okay, then you can act on it. But if you challenged it and shown that the ruling was faulty, you don't. In other words, ask first. Bid if the case is Durabanan, like here, Amir Lenochri, asking a guy to bring something for us, plus we're asking the guy to carry in an area that the right is okay. Avdinan Ma'asef, first we act based on it, then we talk about it in the Beit Midrash. So since it's Durabanan, I didn't, uh, I didn't challenge you, we went ahead with it, but here was the challenge. So Rabbi then asked him, what would you have challenged me with? If we list the things that are one of them is Haza'ah, doing the sprinkling of the Mechatat, and that's uh, involved the uh, long discussion between Rebbe and Rebbe in the Mishnah Psachim. 
Uh, just like it's a shoot and you cannot do it on Shabbat even an example there is when somebody's seventh day is Pesach which is Shabbat and if you are maza on them they could have the Korban Pesach brought for them and eat it that night we still don't allow you to do it even though it's a shvut telling a goy to do malach is also a shvut and therefore why are we allowing a mirlanochri even though by the way what they have in common is it would in affect the karate because the hazaah, if we were allow it, would allow someone to bring a korban pesach, which involves karate if you don't do it. And here it involves our ability to do a brit milah, which also involves karate if we don't do it. Though it's still different because you can do it the next day. So when Edoch had a Shabbat, Amar ben Rabbi's answer to Abaye was, you can't compare the two. Hazaah is an action. Here, it's just speech. And we didn't tell him to go heat up water. We told him to bring hot water. Maybe he has hot water somewhere. If he goes and heats it up on his own, we didn't tell him to do that. And therefore, our violation of the shvut involved no actions whatsoever, at least directly, as opposed to Hazaah. And therefore, we're allowed to do it. Okay, Now, the question that I asked before, is asked of Abaye, when Abaye relates this story to his students, he says, Here you've got a Mavu, it's got two great rabbis in it, you and Rabbah, and there was no Eruv or Shituf, so what do you want us to do? It's beneath Rabbah's dignity to go around and collect in the Chatzer from everybody else who lives there for the Eruv. And I was busy with my learning. So I didn't have a chance to collect. And the other people didn't pay attention. So now, that means here it's Shabbat, and maybe we could have done something on Shabbat. If I, let's say, on Erev Shabbat, would be maknet to everybody else, my own bread, and say, I'm taking my own bread on behalf of everybody else in the Chatzar. But Abayu was very poor. If they had come and actually come and asked me for that bread on Shabbat, I can't give it to them. So, Batal Shituf, the whole Shituf falls apart. If you have, let's say, wine that you use for the Shituf, and one of the members of the Mavui comes up and says in the middle of Shabbat, uh, I need some wine, I want to take from the Shituf wine, and we say you can't have it, then the whole Shituf is gone, because the whole Shituf is based on the fact that we all have access to this wine, it's all of ours together. So, if we don't let you drink it, it's not yours. So Abayah said, I couldn't really afford to really let somebody take the bread, therefore the bread couldn't work. So So why wouldn't you just makneb a small amount of vinegar that you have in your storehouse in a barrel? So the answer is, Tanya, we can't use stuff that's in a storehouse because you can't identify which particular thing you're actually using for the shituf. It has to be in front of you. Ah, but Tanya Mishtatfin, we have a bright that says you may. So he reconciled it. It's a totally different kind of case. It's a Mishnah Ohalot. <coughs> if you have somebody who dies in a house, there's a lot of openings or doors to the house. Kelim that are in the doorways, all of them are Tamei. Let's say one door gets opened, and that's the only door that's opened. Any Kelim in that doorway are Tamei, because we anticipate the mate's going to go out through there. All the kelim that are in the other doorways, that are behind the doors, are tahor, has been selected. Let's say you decided to take him out through that door. Or through a window that's big enough. 
Matzah four by four, Matzil al Kulan. That helps all of the other doorways, and all you had to do was decide which door we're going to take about. You didn't have to open it. And therefore, the Kelim and all the other doorways are now Tahor. He says, that's only if you made the decision before the guy died. Betel says, even after the guy died, you could do it. And so therefore, it would be the same thing, whether or not you could make the Shituf, because this is a question of Breira in a Durabanan, because Tumat Kelim, for these Kelim that are outside, is Durabanan. And therefore, Betel will say, Breira will work for Durabanan. After the guy died and you t- decided to take him out this way, Lamafreya proves that that's the, the door that was going to be used. In the same way, if you have this uh, stuff in the Otsar, if later on you pick which stuff you're going to use for the, uh, which material you're going to use for the Shituf, Lamafreya, it works. So really it sounds like Babaye's reluctance to make it on, uh, to make it from his own stuff in the Otsar was based on a ruling of Shamai. Okay, who you look another case, there was a baby, Nishtapo Chamime, Rava, now it's Rava, says, Nishayla Leime, let's go ask the mother who just gave birth, Itzricha, if she needs hot water, now there wasn't hot water in another house, it's a question of heating up water on Shabbat. It takes us back to the 19th parak in Shabbat. If she needs hot water, so we'll have a non-Jew heated up on Shabbat for the mother, and then he'll make extra, which will be enough for the baby also. What's the idea? Is that a chaya, a woman who's just given birth, um, uh, within the first 30 days, um, if she says she needs something done on Shabbat, l'chatchila, we can ask a non-Jew to do it, because Amir Nochri is a shvut that we relax in the case of chola she'in bosakana. I remember Shashayla he challenged him, ime look at the mother, the mother's eating dates, the mother's perfectly healthy. It would be totally fictitious to say that she needs hot water, like she's very sickly. Maybe she's uh, a little nuts, and that's why she's eating dates, but she may not be well. In other words, we'll overlook the reality and let her say to us, oh yes, I need hot water, in order to be able to justify telling the goy to heat it up for the, ju- for the baby. Third and final case, again, the water f- was, uh, was spilled out by accident. <clears throat> move my stuff from the public area to the private area, meaning in this in this chatzer. I will go move into this private area. And I will move my place in this chatzer, and then <clears throat> um, everybody will be able to carry here. My brother Avinu the Rabbi said, "Shmuel said we'll deal with this in the next podcast in more detail that you cannot be mevatel reshut mi chatzer lechatzer." <clears throat> he said, you may. So then Ravina said to him, if you don't hold like Shmuel, they should just sit in your place. Just be mevatel your place to them. How do you know? And then after they're done carrying it, they could turn around and be mevatel themselves to you. Right? Because, in other words, you'll just stay in your place and say, I'm mevatel my ownership here. And therefore, they are they, the other people are now the full owners, and they can carry water back and forth, even from your house. And then when they're done, they can be tell themselves to you, and now you can carry. Because Rav said one person in the chaser can be and later on on Shabbat somebody else can be his ownership and make it single ownership. So the answer is So Rav said there is another statement of Shmuel that I do accept, which is damar against Rav. You can't do that. 
So the Ravina said to Rava, isn't it all the same reasoning? My time in why can't you be Vatal and the other guys are Vatal to you? Isn't it because once you're Mavatal, your ownership, it's like you're not there. You're like a member of another Chatzar where you're sitting. And what was Shmuel's other ruling? He can't be Mavatal from one Chatzar to another. So so now you won't be able to be Mavatal. He said, no, Shmuel's ruling of Ein Chosun Vatlin is not because of the essential issue of you becoming like a Ben Chatzar Acheret. It's so that the Torah shouldn't look like a silly thing where I'm Mavatal to you and you're Mavatal to me and it looks like a joke and therefore Shmuel banned it. Rav was not concerned about that and Rav said <coughs> uh, that uh, that it's still okay. So let's take a look at it. Gufa, Rav Amar Vatlin Chosun Vatlin Shmuel Ein Chosun Vatlin so <coughs> This seems to cut to the machlok at Rav and Rabbi which we've seen several times. If you're Mavatel, what happens to your own house? Rav Damar Karabanan Shmuel Damar Rabbi That Rav says like Rabbanan, which is when you're Mavatel, all you're Mavatel is your chatzer, but not your house. And Shmuel seems to say you're Mavatel everything like Rabbi which is why everybody can carry in everything they can carry in the chatzer and your house, and you can't either. Rav says, no, what I'm saying works for everything, including your house. Because nobody lives in a house without a chatzer. It all goes together. But as far as removing yourself from it, Rav didn't say that. He says, I'm mevatel myself, but not to remove my own position here. Shmuel would say what I say even works to Rabbanan. When a person with Vatel is placed in the his ownership of the Chatzar, that's all he did. He didn't say anything about his house. Therefore, his house is still his. And they can't carry into his house. But that which you're Vatel, you're totally gone from. And therefore, in Chosun Vatli. He says, This Machloket Rav and Shmuel follows the Machloket Tanaim. But a different one, not Rabban and Rabbalazar, which we just said would cross over possibly. <coughs> a guy gave Rashut, which means he was a Vatal Rashut, and then he himself carried, which seems like he's now canceling what he just did. Whether he carried inadvertently or intentionally, he now prohibits, in other words, his Beetle is gone. Rabbi says only if he intentionally carries and says basically I'm retracting my beetle, <clears throat> but if he does it inadvertently, it doesn't it doesn't prohibit. It sounds like Rabbi Yehuda says you can go back and forth. Rameir says no, you can't. Therefore, the minute that you carried, you've canceled everything that you originally did. The original beetle's no good. Everybody agrees with Shmuel. Simply, do we prohibit it even when you carried it inadvertently as a precaution against the case where you'd carry it intentionally, which would be an act of Chosun and Vatlin? He goes back to where we started and says, No, Rav and Shmuel essentially are following the Machlokat, Rabbi and Rabbanan, as we said earlier. That Rabbi said, when you're Mavatel, you're Chalik in the Chatzer, 
that that also means that you're mevatel uh, your house. And Rabbanan said, no, it's only the chaser. And so, in the same way, in chosen vatlin, which means that you when you've that when you've given something up, <coughs> that when you've given that up, you cannot go back and reclaim it, as it were. Um, Um, and, um, and, uh, and so Rav holds like Rabbanan, who says that you're only Mavatel, you're Chatzer, and therefore you're not Mistalik Legamre, right? And therefore you're not like, uh, Ben Chatzer Acheret. You're not like, from, not like you're in a different Chatzer. And therefore, um, you can go back and, and, and reclaim. And Shmuel would say the Korbaliyazer that it's a sense if you're now got a totally different Chatzer. And therefore, one Chatzer cannot be Mavatel, to the other. Okay, we'll pause at this point and pick it up with the last podcast in this particular series, uh, commenting on this very long, long, long comment on the Mishnah with the story from the second Mishnah, Magamliel, and the two versions of what Mishnah Magamliel told them in the house, uh, where the uh, Min or the Tztuki was a member of the Mavui. Okay, in the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.